supposed to have a guest today. <laughs> You're on the local show with me, Baratoni Midnight, KAKU 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. Broadcasting out of Akaku Maui Community Media Center in downtown Kahului, Darren Road. Sans guest possible, I might have been, uh, maybe there's some uh, mistaken uh, uh, dates and time for the local show here on KKU 88.5. Uh, yeah, we're broadcasting out of Akaku Maui Community Media Center in downtown Kahului. Uh-oh. Well, the cameras. I don't know if you can fit in the cameras. There's, there's a little bit of... You're going to be a little bit snug in there. Right? Because it was set for Noel. That's why <laughs> we had interns over here doing some podcast interviews and stuff. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. hello. Whoa, we did whoa, 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 We did whoa. have interns. Oh, it was a little too loud. A little too loud. A little too loud. We were supposed to be talking Wait, who's about, calling? Uh, oh, we got Mar- Mar- Marlon. Marlon? Marlon? Oh, you know what? I'll check in with oh, Marlon oh, before oh, I oh, leave. Oh, 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 oh. We have the most bomb junk <laughs> phone line. I couldn't even take the call. Uh-oh. He's going to have to hold on. Do it again. Hello? Hi, Tony. Hello, Marlon. How are you? How's it, Marlon? How's it? What's this? It's Brother Kavika. Hello, Brother Kavika. Oh, what's up? What are you doing? Watching you guys on television, man. Oh, okay, you have segment? Yeah, not yet. Uh, my food and everything come in the mail. Uh, they deliver. Oh, your grinds? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh no grinds, yeah. my brother. I had zip min last night. Mind? Ooh, oh. zip min. Yeah. I was going to talk about the movie Jaws. We were supposed to. We were supposed to have uh, brother, uh, Barry, brother Barry Worse in here, Professor Barry Worse, you know, the Mr. Mr. Cinematic. Supposed to be in here today. It's possible he might have mistaken the dates. If not, that's okay. We can talk about movies next week, Wednesday as well. Yeah, we can double talk I about Wednesday. I that's want to talk about, about what other kind of movies. So it... Since, you know, I was going to talk about the whole... I'll be, I'll be Barry's proxy for the next 30 minutes right? until I have to right. go. Well, I had I, I was going to be talking about, um, basically... Oh, there's Barry right there! Oh, yeah, oh sweet! There's there's He's here! He's, He's arrived! Here. He's arrived! He's a little late! Hey, sorry, guys. I heard of Mr. Barry. Running late. Running late, running late. Gives me a chance. Okay, Marlon, talk real quick. I'll talk on the microphone. Hello, man. <laughs> I mean, here we go. Zoom out. Fix. Chicka, 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 chicka. Fix this real quick. Just the camera. Quick, 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 camera. This show is brought to you by... Good to see you. Yeah, no, I, ha- I had a little time. I was helping hold down the corner over here until you got here. Oh, wait. we got. I think we got to turn him on. I was telling everybody, maybe you forgot the dates or something like that. I was at the university teaching a class. I'm like, I got to get out of here. Oh, the university, man. He got stuck on Mulholland Drive. Mulholland? <laughs> yeah. How's the class going? It's going good. Yeah, I gave a lecture about, what was I talking about? About film noir. So, yeah. Oh, I love film noir movies. Yeah. I, I recently, this might not be film noir, or maybe it might be in some way, but I recently purchased on the oh, eBay okay. auction. I got the Seventh Seal. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Criterion. Bird edition, man. yeah. Well done. I have never seen it before. I'm, oh. I, I'm, oh, I am. You've seen it. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, so you know yes. what's up with that. Yeah, movie. so yeah. I know. Yeah, that's the reference. Um, yeah. Also referenced in 
Last Action Hero. That's right. That's right. right. Ian McKellen. Which yeah, is no, that was so oh, great. I mean, for as flop of a film that was, I mean, speaking of things that wanted to be a blockbuster, yeah. right? I mean, there were some interesting elements that yes. I still think about, like, a lot of character elements to that. So, I mean, like, just the, the whole bad guy factor of, like, I've come out of, I've come out of a crazy action universe, and I am now in the heart of of New York City and the, just that whole scene of, I have shot a man here in the street does no one right, care and right. it's like just the whole I love New York City moment that was just like this is a bad movie but he makes he makes a terribly dystopian point yeah. of just like it was basically popcorn <laughs> entertainment you know and plus it came out around the same time as another summer movie that was a big hit that year Jurassic Park yeah it was a huge yeah. mistake releasing them so close yes, together but even right. so like it I don't know. Like, I agree with you. It's it's an interesting misfire, but it's fascinating because Schwarzenegger was calling all the shots in that film. It's interesting. He'd be like, we should have a Bergman reference. We should have the character from the Seven Seal come out. And he'll be at the end of the movie. Like, why? But why? think about right? how that like evolved into things like FUBAR. Yeah. You know, like he oh, finally, yeah. like he learned his mistakes. Yes. And then FUBAR becomes like Shit's Creek meets... Uh, right. Meets uh, true lies, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's like, how, I did, but yeah. so like he had oh, to fail at Last Action Hero to make something like Fubar right. one yeah, day. Yeah, True Lies was the one he did next, so it's like, okay, he can do action and comedy, but Last Action mm-hmm. Hero made people kind of wonder, like, is this 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 is an oil and water situation? Yeah, because yeah. Twins well, introduced him to a new audience. Yeah, then Last okay. Action Hero was supposed to be like kids are gonna love him in this, they didn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right, but I'm all in. You gotta go. Okay, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> I know, QKC closed the... I know, we're going to talk consolidated about that. That is now two theaters on Island closed that I just... And and more if you count longer lengths of time, but darn, like, somebody just needs to buy that. We need... Where where are the Larry Ellisons and the Jeff Betzowitz to just do silly billionaire things like just buy us a theater... Okay, just just a, just a little Please. bit. I'm not I'm not asking for like 40 acres and a mule. I just want to watch a movie, okay, bro? AMC come to town. <laughs> if Oprah Bring wants AMC. to buy it, I'll go to a Harpo movie. I'll go to yeah, a Harpo you know what? I'm calling you out, Oprah. All right? Out of all the billionaires who could have a bleeding heart, where's yours? <laughs> right. Okay, Marlin. Talk to you later. Go to the Harpo Theaters tonight, guys. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, um what I really wanted to get started talking on is how Jaws back in 1975 Jaws Jaws oh nice you got props I like it it's that kind of show it's wacky right so 75 it hit the theaters in June it was in June and it was like all summer long that was the movie to go back when movies played for months right you remember when a movie was so good it played for months I miss that part. Like just the, even even replays. Like when mm-hmm. when Star Wars came back for the first time, it was mm-hmm. months of being able to watch the original yeah. trilogy. Right. Nowadays, it's like oh nope, tax purposes, cut the flash now. <laughs> I would have loved to seen Jaws like in a driving theater in the seventies in California or something like that. You and know, you one, could have it played for years. Yeah, in that right, way. Yeah. right. Yeah. So um, that movie came out, and then it just impacted. Like after that, there was just. A round of like nonstop, you know, Spielberg, Lucas. You had like about a year later, Star Wars came out, and then that summer was just crazy insane. All the kids are like doing lightsaber battles, like, oh, what, what Star Wars, man? 
I'm guessing here. I was born in '81, so I was I was born. Oh no, you're correct. Yeah, yeah. no, you're right. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you were born right in the middle, of, like right on the edge of yeah. Empire yeah. And, yeah. and yeah and Return of the Jedi. So like, yeah. I mean. Don't don't let 1974 confuse you. I mean, there was still like another two decades. You know, I think about that the same way when you think about like Back to the Future. It's like we were like I was only like one years old when the first one came out, but like two and three come out back to back when I'm like seven and nine. So it's yeah. just like you know, you felt it mm-hmm. when that movie became a religion. You felt it that way when Star Wars became a way of life when everybody yeah. had the bed sheets and the cookie jar and you know everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it it's mm-hmm. became a part of American life. Yeah. And, and, and it basically, the from there on, that was the birth of the summer blockbusters. Oh yeah, because you got Star Wars. Um, I think between Jaws and Star Wars, though, there was the Omen. Well, so, there's Superman yeah. as well. That's, that's, Superman. that's, a, big, that's a big one for yeah. me. And then um, in '79, we had Alien. So kind of like you know, it went from like horror in '75, horror in '79 with Alien, and then right after that in the '80s, we just got a string of like. Just nonstop blockbusters every summer. Yeah, hey, and yeah. let's not forget that there was a Big Bird movie and three Muppet films in the middle of that too. Were okay? there summer releases nice. as well? Yes. Okay, you got to remember Great Muppet Caper. Okay, Big Bird, Big Bird's uh, Big Adventure, the one where he goes to China and we're like still like on the verge of like is Snuffy mm-hmm. real or a hallucination? Like, yeah. Hey, follow that bird made me cry. Yeah, Hard yeah. Hardcore so Come yeah. on. No, because that was around the same time as Superman. Yeah, Muppet movie yeah. was seventy nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then, um, so going into the '80s, we had starting off 1980, Empire. Yes, Empire and the Shining. The what a weird summer! Shining, and yeah. Friday the Thirteenth Part Uno. Wait, that was that was summer yeah. 1980. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is that Southern? Wow. And that's back in the era of like double feature drive-ins. Yeah, I love right? that. That's how, like that's how I saw. <laughs> You'd see. Ghostbusters two, and then like mm. Chucky two, like yeah. on mm. the same night. Yeah. Oh, I love that stuff. We used yeah. to have that at the Ultra Holiday Days. Theater here in Kahului. My favorite double feature of all time was a summer double feature. It was Gremlins 2 and The Witches. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm totally down yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah. The best. I saw yeah. Gremlins. i never seen Gremlins. I remember, uh, I don't know, Bat- I think Batman was like around like, the 89. fall. It's 89. 89. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Right there at the Maui Theater. Yeah, the, the line yeah. wrapped around the theater like yeah. it always says when it was a hit. Yeah. And you knew when it wasn't going to be a hit because I'll never forget the opening night of Double Dragon. I'm like, there's nobody there. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Double, Double dragon. dragon and surf ninjas. Nope. Sorry. Double dragon. Sorry. I mean, I thought it like like twelve year old me was like, wow, he's using the game gear to fight those guys. I was like, that's the only selling point of this film besides Rob Schneider just randomly being in there as like the friend who just like you know waxes his surfboard. Like, no, I'm not surfing yet, bro. I'm just just waxing. I went for <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. Oh, okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, no, it was it was like watching just like it was like a I think it was just like born off the three ninjas craze. Oh yeah. So how yeah. could we just take three boys? It's just like we've taken Hardy Boys, added one more, and we're just we're just gonna just make the yeah. the whole new process with a trio. Yeah. They should do yeah. a sequel and then like um Rob Schneider come on and he's like full on like a master of martial arts. Because he, he did big stand. And wasn't that Ernie Reyes Jr.? It was. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. So it's Ernie Jr. Reyes Jr. Yeah. like right after and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. His yes. father played the uh, the master ninja trainer that yeah. came in. Yeah. That was one like choke Filipino joint, bro. That like that's like <laughs> Filipino dolomite right there. <laughs> I worked with right? two guys at Mama's Fish House who are in that film. They're in yeah. that wow. they're, all, they're all lined 
up on the surfboards. Yeah. Wow. I just uh, I wanted to be in on the Barbara Ann sequence. I thought that that was like you know th- there's a lot of more recent like stoner films that do things like that. So like when like what was that like End of the World one with Jay Baruchel and this is, and the, so, end. This is the end this and they the end, end with yeah. like Backstreet Boys and yeah. stuff like that. It's like mm-hmm. no because that's still like everybody's hearkening back. So again, just those small pieces of surf ninjas that worked. Like, right. like, let's end with Barbara Ann. <laughs> ridiculous. But they should. I mean, I don't want one, but they could do a sequel to that yes. now because no. there, there's an audience that grew yeah, up no, think, thinking it was a hit. Yeah, no, things from that time I would totally be okay with. Like, we take that, but we won't do another Ladybugs movie. Yes, you know, I'm fine with that. It's okay. <laughs> we don't need a Ladybugs universe. We don't. <laughs> was, um, Jonathan so. Brandis would hang himself again. Aww. <laughs> Too <So>. soon. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I was uh, I was born in eighty one. Can you guys guess what summer movie was the hit back in nineteen eighty one? Eighty one? Uh, what was that? That was Raiders, right? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. yeah, the first I I remember watching it like about when I was like three years old. So like two years later after it came out, and it was a I think it was Betamax. My uncle had Betamax, Betamax. or something like that. So uh, watching it, I I thought the whole time this movie was rated R. Yeah, only because of the face melt. Yep. Yep. Yeah, sure, yeah, the, sure. Yep. Today it would be rated R. Easy, right? Right. Yeah, the head exploding like that. I, I think we just amount it to like it's like oh, those are like Harryhausen style effects. Everybody knows mm-hmm. that's clay. It's yeah. totally fine. This is just like you know Jason and the Argonauts type yeah. of stuff. Right. So, it, the, the, the children will be okay. Let oh. them play. <laughs> it was also Spielberg too. I mean, Spielberg got Jaws PG. There's full yeah. frontal nudity in the opening scene of that yeah. film. Yeah. In case we forget, yes, that's right. Yeah, you know, and then Poltergeist was PG. How is Poltergeist? They're, they're smoking a joint in that movie. But that's right. I mean, but by the like the standards of today, when you think about those being labeled like PG and outside of like frontal nudity, like mm-hmm. these are things that we now get in children's television shows. Yeah, insane <laughs> but true. It, it was Temple of Doom that, of course, changed that with a PG-13 rating because yeah, yeah. Temple of Doom and Gremlins. That's same summer. Big yep. hit summer of 84 oh, yeah. with Temple of Doom. And, yeah, no, and when I watched Temple of Doom, I thought that was rated R as well because you got all this violence happening. Yeah. You got chopped fingers, limbs, blood everywhere, heart being yeah, ripped out of somebody's chest. And he watched this man... A sacrificial lamb going down into a lava pit and being set on fire, like burning. And, yeah. you just, and we see him screaming as he's burning alive. It's the most horrific yeah. thing yeah. ever. It's horror. Got to put it yeah. in a Wilhelm scream somewhere. Right? That's a good point. Needed <laughs> that. Needed that. But then again, you got to think about it. Going back to like the old days, like Tarzan was super violent. Back oh, yeah. In the 40s. Sure. Yeah. There was that. That was like I mean, they didn't have blood, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Someone always ended up in a pot at yeah. some point. Yeah. No. That's right. Yeah. And then, again... Coming full, full circle back to, to Superman at that point. I mean, Superman two. Like I use Superman two as my case for uh, for the 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 uh, the return of you know Henry Cavill's Superman mm-hmm. and the whole like killing Zod thing. I'm like he totally kicked him to the edge of nowhere yes. on the map. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That it, it, video game rules apply. He has fallen to the edge of the map. <laughs> Mario is now dead. There are no more lives for General Zod. So like at that point like you got it's just like that's Bowser the wins. that is the birth of Superman's like murderous run through the multiverse, <laughs> right? Yes. Where we I, th- I feel like we we need, we need a um we need a official DC film that features um what was the 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 evil Superman? Oh, the one for Superman three? Oh, it would. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. When he like na- it's essentially like. 
just nega suit. He splits in two. Yeah. And then he's he's sitting yeah. in that bar flicking peanuts like bullets. Oh, no, but I mean, in the comic book series, there was an evil Superman. I mean, like Bizarro? Bizarro, yeah. Bizarro, yes, yeah. from Hetra. Yes, mm-hmm. which is just Earth but a cube. And it's a, it's a parallel dimension, not a multiversal dimension. Mm-hmm. So that's like the weirder thing about like that. Yeah, that's that's not even summer blockbuster category. But I will have to say, if you do like Bizarro, best reference for that is the uh, '80s Superboy series that actually had a really good. Nice. Oh yeah, the nice. Superboy series had a Bizarro arc at the end of it. it. Was actually very interesting, especially if you read Bizarro and the Mosaic series at the time. Like really mm-hmm. good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And then the recent incarnation on CW, the Tyler Hoechlin Superman last season. Was or the season before was nothing but a bizarro arc, and the the way that they played it, and then how they even like at first it, almost thought it was going to be Doomsday, and then mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. he busts out of the uniform and it's Tyler Hoechlin as Bizarro, and it's just wow. like wow. And then they do Definitely, the whole yeah. go to Hetra thing, and he's got to learn how to speak in reverse and all that stuff. This and, is an eighty nine uh, when they did that, right? No, no, no. This, this one's the new, the new one. The new this Superboy. is the new one. The new Superman, uh, yeah. Lois, uh, Superman and Lois. Oh, on CBS. oh okay. I was thinking like the Superboy from like. The but no, late no. 80s. But the yeah. the Superboy from the eighties one, they did the whole like bizarro bizarro oh, life. Yeah. It was really weird because he had like this like Max Headroom like weird like white chiseled like pixely face. He didn't like <laughs> look like. Superboy, he just looked like the this weird like cutout drawing of Bizarro from the comic books at the times. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> really cool. Yeah. By the way, um, sorry, Flash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's not a summer blockbuster. Sorry, Flash. What happened? Where sorry, not sorry. Go? What a yeah. waste. Did you both see that? And no, no, I didn't. I just read the spoilers because, I, I, as far as I'm concerned, that that's a movie that can be spoiled. And I will have to say that, uh, you know, I've been predicting that whole time of just, like, what's going to be the get even with Ezra Miller? Like, I know we're keeping this, mm-hmm. and I know mm-hmm. this is the swan song of the S- Snyderverse, so where's the get even? You know, if we lost uh, Batgirl, like... Yeah. So the whole time I was like, yeah, this is just going to lead to crisis, and then we're just going to rip apart Barry Allen and the Speed Force. No more Ezra Miller. We're done. And then mm-hmm. if we want to bring him back in 10 years because he's been a good boy, then so be it. But I liked the ending even better, the fact that he is now in the Clooneyverse. And that is their way of saying, you ain't never coming back. Because <laughs> we're never going to make a Clooney Batman movie again. <laughs> like, they just put Ezra Miller in the Phantom Zone. <laughs> right? We can't bring back Clooney. Uh, Chris O'Donnell's too old already. I mean, he'd be a good Nightwing. Maybe. uh, I could totally see him as a Nightwing. Yeah. Like the Clooneyverse, I don't see that as like a Damian Wayne scenario, but maybe we could do like a We Are Robin, like Mm. bring in all those guys like Duke Thomas. Mm. I could see Uma still playing Poison Ivy. Yes. Yeah. No, she's she's trapped in the bottom of a pit somewhere in Arkham Asylum going like wiggle your big toe, just waiting to get out the whole time. There was a different version of the Joker that was um, deleted from the Batman film. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't even know who the actor is. But is it Barry it, Keegan? That guy? Possibly. I don't know, but it it really plays it really plays out like uh like it's in like an Arkham Knights kind of deal going yeah. on because it's like a darker Joker in there. I don't know if they're going for kind of a Heath Ledger thing, but you can barely see in the blur the faces. Like I think that's scarred. Barry Keegan. Yeah, from yeah. Dunkirk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, okay. I, I really feel that they need to like whoever whoever takes up the helm next. Like they need to just start variating, like not Jared Leto. He's just, Morbius. 
He can Morbius go back. Knowledge. I would rather him go back to being the Joker than be Morbius. I yeah. really like. I fell asleep through that movie three times, hmm. and like, I I like the story of Morbius. Justice League Joker, huh? Justice League Joker. Is Jerry Lee the the, the the Snyderverse? Yeah, the Snyderverse. The Snyder version? cut, black and white Snyder cut version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. like I'll well, I'll take that. It's weird and like, but it has space to grow. Like if you look at it from like an injustice angle, yeah. Then like his Joker makes sense. So like if you're kind of paying attention to like the way that like the video game universe has crafted him as of late, mm-hmm. outside of just like the dressing up like a male Spice Girl. I don't know. Right? <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get back to Jaws real quick. Yeah, I don't. I I haven't done my research. Did any of the sequels actually come out around summertime as well? They like did. Jaws two. They did. I mean, it, it's funny because yeah, of course there were movies that came out in the summertime, of course. But this was the first one where it's like instead of it doing the thing like it opens in L.A. and New York, and then slowly we just kind of roll it around the mm-hmm. country. This was the, one of the mm-hmm. first films that inspired like, hey, let's let's do a thousand screens at once. This is the one that did that. Yeah. I think this weekend, yeah, uh, Mission Impossible. I think it's like four thousand screens, something. Whoa. Same like that, but this was the one that that basically brought that. Cause like, if the demand is there and the hype mm. is there, and this was just one of these things where you know it was mm. like uh, you know everything just perfectly aligned, even though it was such a troubled production. Yeah, but how do you feel about Jaws two? I like Jaws two. I, I really do. like Jaws two. I mean, it's it's a slasher film. It's, it's a double early slasher film. Yeah. Fourth of July, woke up that morning and I was like, Jaws, Jaws two, and that's the only ones I own on DVD. Yeah, so it's good. It's good. It's the hard pro- to find yeah. three and four right now. So yeah, three and four, yeah. three and four are their own universe. They're I love three. Oh, Did you guys ever see three. the PlayStation Two video game? Yeah, I love that. I, game. Oh, I never got to play that. It's based one. on Jaws. Yeah. 4. I'll bring it over sometime. Oh yeah. my god! I enjoyed Jaws that game. the Revenge. Jaws the Revenge. Ooh. This Michael time, Kane, Michael King. Yeah, that's Love the Michael one. King. That's the one where he he tries to crash his seaplane into the shark. He tries and fails. Good job. And then he climbs into the boat, and his clothes are all dry. And he goes, oh, the <laughs> breath on that thing. <laughs> yeah. That's where it starts to turn into just tremors in the water. Oh, yeah. And that's a good, that's a good Jaws ripoff. That's one of my favorites, tremors. And tremors. same year, oh, Arachnophobia. Yeah. Oh, Jaws wow. and Spiders. Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. Because those early Jaws ripoffs, not so good, like Grizzly, Tentacles. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, they're... real quick, Arachnophobia is on its way to becoming a remake. They're in no, production for a remake for Arachnophobia. It. I want CGI yeah. spiders. They have real spiders in that thing. I'd rather have another Eight-Legged Freaks instead of Arachnophobia. Yeah. I, <laughs> I like Eight-Legged freaks. freaks. Yeah. yeah. But that's another Jaws. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, it is. Another Jaws movie. Like, everything afterwards, there's so much... That's the in- other impact in Jaws. You know, that's the first time like they brought in like you know a natural monster. You know, a yeah. monster that was already part of Earth's habitat in some way. So after that, you had, well, you had a lot of movies that came out of the water. Piranhas. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Piranhas. You had Orca, mm-hmm. which actually uh, stars um, well, Robert Bo Shaw. De- Robert Shaw. Robert I was going to say Bo was, Derek, oh, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bo Derek. <laughs> But um, yeah, it's just like all the sea based. I found it weird that you know he was in that movie, but in Jaws, the name of his boat is the Orca. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and he's also in the Deep, which is another be- the Peter Benchley adaptation. Another one, yeah. yeah. Yes, the Deep. Oh, oh, who's who's in the Deep now? What's well, that's name? Jacqueline Bisset, yeah. man. Come on, you didn't have that poster? <laughs> no, I didn't have it. But I had I had the DVD. I didn't have the VHS, but I did rent it from. 
Thank you, Paradise Video. For Paradise all my Video, R.I.P. Thank my you, Paradise summer Video. films for my entire life up until, what, 2019. You know, Jaws 2 is good because it feels like it, it exists in the same world. We mm. don't have Quint. We don't have Richard Drives' character. Mm. But it feels like it, it's the same thing. But the mistake it does make, and it just shows how brilliant Spielberg was, is that they, sh- they have – you see the shark way too much. Yeah. And they, they have these shots where it, it looks like – uh, just, just general. Uh, what do you call? Mm-hmm. It's um, just, just National Geographic worthy footage of real sharks, and it doesn't connect to no, the, the, you know, the the immobile, mm-hmm. you know, really stiff shark puppet that they're using. They, they turned this, they turned this shark into a serial killer slasher yes. because they gave him a burn mark on his side, which is cool. And then he's terrorizing teenage kids on yeah. sailboats. Picking them up one by one. Yeah, it's Halloween yeah. on a boat. Yeah, yeah it's, basically it's pretty good. Halloween two on a boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that movie that was that was seventy eight, so same year as as Halloween. That's right. Yeah, Halloween. So it basically, like you know, just all that. That was the beginning of the slasher phase. Yeah, and either three and four basically were like, you know, bad slasher sequels, basically. The weird I'll, thing about three is it did well. That's the weird thing. Like I, you'd assume, because I mean, you just watched, especially if you watch without the three D glasses, you'd assume that three was a flop. But no, three three was a hit. It was forty two million dollars. It was the what? top grossing three D movie of the eighties. Well, and I mean, oh, wow, gotta think about like feature length three D. So that was mm-hmm. like a huge gimmick at that point yeah. to be able to say you had feature length three D. I mean, dude, look how many how many people sat in line every summer to watch Captain EO at Disneyland. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like and mm-hmm. that's just like fourteen mm-hmm. minutes or whatever, right. you know? And I would watch it again and again and again because it was just like just the craft and like because yeah. mm-hmm. that was back before you had like a singular projection system that projected three D. So yeah. that's multiple projectors. They're aligned you know, and they're calibrated together. Like, and so just the picture to be even as semi good as it was, I mean, that tunnel vision you would get after a while, but like, mm-hmm. it was just the whole idea of it's like, okay, it's kind of sitting in front of me like a viewfinder. You know, the only digital 3D film I ever watched was Wrath of the Titans. Oh, okay. It's the only time, that's the only one that I wait, wait, let me think. Did you see Avatar? Yeah, Avatar. I saw Avatar. Avatar was made for 4D. Right. I mean, that's that's. I mean, because um, Cameron invested in the cameras that made that because it mm-hmm. was like a twenty-two million dollar influx on the production just because of the cameras. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah. Okay, so the other Spielberg summer blast, summer mm-hmm. blockbuster, yeah, of course occurred in ninety-two. We, we we mentioned it because we were talking about last action hero, Jurassic Park. Well, that's ninety-three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. summer ninety-three. Yes, ninety-three. Yeah, yeah, weirdly, yeah. yeah, within weeks of last action hero, and yeah. yeah. 93, I went opening weekend. Oh, yeah. You oh, see it, Kukui Mall? It's Kukui Mall. Yeah. Packed. Yeah. We were in the front. And that scene where the girl's going up into the um, into the rafters, you know, before they save her. Her leg is dangling. Yeah, yeah. And the rafters there. Oh, you should have heard the crowd at that point. That was the most, like, the, the gas and the screams. Wow. When I, yep. So awesome. It was the best movie of summer. That's the best summer of my life, basically, because of Jurassic Park. You know, because I was still at the age where I'm like, I'm going to buy the toys, too. <laughs> <laughs> and now they got, so, they got a whole aisle of them at Target. Yeah, they got yeah. so Not Jurassic to give an ad for World Target, now. but yeah. It's Jurassic World. The, it, Jurassic Park, is it, the franchise alone. I played all just, the video games. Nice. Yeah. No, the, 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 the Jurassic World uh, simulators. The, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the new two park ones. Ugh. 
Man, because then they also put like extended universe stuff in there. Is that VR? Huh? Is that VR? Or uh, it's it's regular mode. Okay. I mean, but it it is kind of cool the fact that like it's kind of like a sim game, and you've got like the whole roller toaster roller coaster tycoon your own Jurassic Park scenario, mm-hmm. but then you can actually like. Get inside of a jeep and tranquilize a stegosaurus, nice. and then get in the chopper and pick it up and take it in, like fix its broken leg or make it mate or something. So it's kind of yeah. <laughs> wow, man! And like the book, like Jaws, rather, it's very it's interesting because the differences from the book are very Michael telling. Michael Crichton, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With with Peter Benchley, with Jaws, in the book there is a romance triangle between Sheriff Brody and his wife and the Richard Dreyfus character. Mm-hmm. It's not in the movie. I'm glad it's not in the movie. The movie had no time. Well, especially for those that. two. Like, I don't think either one of those guys could cuck each Mr. other. Mr. Cooper. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, just like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think we'd want to see that part of Mr. Holland's opus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with him, you know, because he had that beard, that brillo yeah. beard. Maybe if he shaved. You know. Yeah, no, no. no I, I will say that, like, you know, like, if he, if he was clean shaven in that, that would have been a whole different look. But, like, he just had this, like, Gordon's fisherman feel to him. You yes, know? yeah. It's like, why would she? she yeah. She's married to Roy Scheider. Why? Yeah, she, no, why seriously. Would she go, yeah. Why do I? Yeah, no. Uh, ghost of a firefighter or the guy who commanded Sequest DSV? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I swear I'm here with you in spirit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You just brought up Sequest. I forgot all about that show. Again, man. Jonathan, Jonathan Brandis. Brandis. Jonathan full Brandis. circle. The ghost yeah. of Jonathan Brandis yeah. is everywhere. Oh, man. <laughs> Fly, At some fly. point, we'll be talking about Never Ending Story 2. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, wow, that was fast. Uh, <laughs> never, what? Never Ending Story 3? I have to get them all in before I go. What, that Jack Black? Never, never Ending Story 3? Yes, three. he was yes. in 3. <laughs> oh, my was. God. Yeah, yeah. yeah people think like Mars Attacks was his first movie. Like, no, no, no. no. You got to so go, go back movies. further. And yes. Never Ending Story 3 is still on VHS. That, yeah, that was that was never got really. I think no, I, no, 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 no. But it was released on VHS and then DVD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that was still comp- like, the yeah. VHS era. I think there was like a, a compilation one time I saw at Walmart. Walmart always puts out these like weird compilation stuff. These these movie companies and they put like Never Ending Story one, two, three, and then Aragon. <laughs> well, they also have those compilations you're talking about, and and I mean. Maybe it's like you feel a jaw, different. Like, like, well, like the prophecy. I've got a box set of all the oh, prophecies. Yeah. Well, I have it. I have it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. I'll prophecy. be yeah. honest. The first one I go back to a lot. I never watched any of the sequels. Are they really worth seeing? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Vigo Mortensen is the devil. I love you more than Jesus. I, th- I think gradually. <laughs> I think gradually Christopher Walken is just like you know in the sequels. He's yeah. just it's oh, minimized yeah. down to the, a cameo. Oh yeah, yeah. He got him for a day. But yeah, yeah. that like that first time that he like he comes out of the the morgue and he just. Shh. Yeah, yeah, and then just crazy. yeah, yeah. No. so cool, Walking. very good, Walk and then the and then master. and then you got a drunk Casey Jones trying to figure out his life, you right? know. So like, a lot, lot of good up and comers. So Eric that. Stoltz yeah. is in that. Yeah, that's Amazing. right. Eric yes. Stoltz is in that. Yeah. Eric yeah, so many like yeah. This is he said the one he had the speech is like I remember the wars, and he talk about how the sky was on fire right. and the angels were at war and stuff like that. That was one of the scariest movies. It's ever cool because it takes itself yeah. very seriously. It yeah. really does. Yeah. Yeah. Even 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 when you get to like the fourth one, it's still like trying very hard to commit to it. Mm. Like you, you have moments of just like, mm. uh, this is sloppily put together, straight to VHS schlock. <laughs> but like, I can see where they're trying to hold it together. Mm. Yeah. Other summer movies I saw as a kid. Okay, this is this is basically almost the summer lineup that I actually watch. Um, I. 
I didn't see Back to the Future. That was like 85. Bro. Uh, but from there on, the first remem- memory I have of going to watch a summer movie is Roger Rabbit. Oh, I yes. Went to watch Roger Rabbit. Yes. Holiday Theater. You were in that line. The one that yeah. stretched all the way to Liberty yes. House. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. And then um, a year, I think around like 91. It was 91. That's the year my sister was born. And Cameron came out with his blockbuster that year, Terminator Two. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, basically, you you don't even want to like you know you can just go into that movie and not know the first movie, you know, in some way because you're gonna be thrilled by the the whole action. It's nonstop. And in that parents movie. on both sides of the fence agreed because you had the dads who were like, "This is blow up explosion robots," mm-hmm. and then you had moms going, "Oh my god, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger." <laughs> and then so like five-year-olds are sitting there because it just yeah. says you know with parental guidance you know so yeah. you could be an adult who takes a kid to a, you know an r-rated movie to a degree mm-hmm. and the, the 90s were just rife with that like i remember oh, yeah. when it came out later on vhs that year that like we had toddlers in the room like and we were watching terminator 2 like <laughs> Because it was right, just yeah. at that point, exactly. like the, the hard R action blockbuster was such an acceptable piece of Americana that it was just like, oh, yeah, kids watch it. You know, yeah, like yeah. I think that that the, watching that movie at like six or seven years old was the reason why I ended up later watching things like Event Horizon <laughs> right? in yeah. theaters as a minor, yep. you know, because it just it normalized I it. I saw I went to watch Event Horizon. I was freshman in high school. Oh, man. yeah. No, my dad thought it was OK freshman. to take my little sister with to that, too. Oh, no. Yeah. So I was no. I was 15. She was 10. Yeah. And then so by the time that they get to like the first time playing like the playback video of just like they're Hell. like, yeah. yeah. And she's like, no, I'm about it. And then he's like, yeah, you'll be fine. And he just keeps on buying her snacks. And she's like, oh, I'm just going to eat my feelings while I try not to watch this. <laughs> Another of uh, summer movies that I, in my memory, uh, going back to like the 90s, you know, um, I did go to watch. I don't know if it was opening weekend, it was the weekend after, but Independence Day came out. Sure. Will yes. Smith, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum? Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, no, he was necessary for things like yeah. that. Whether you're fighting dinosaurs or an alien horde, you need mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum, okay? Bill Pullman? Oh, yeah, yeah no. Bill Pullman in there. Guaranteed. Yeah, he Guaranteed. had to, he, had, like, he played the youngest president right away. And like, yeah, like, now that, that I think about that, kind of young would be a president, I, but then he gives that speech. At the outside end of, like, of first kid, I can't think of anybody who plays a young president. <laughs> That's pretty young. Uh, but I remember watching that one in theater. That was a big one that year too. You know, and, uh, you know, uh, awesome. It, it was that point from Jurassic Park on. I noticed that every summer blockbuster they have a toy line that comes with it. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Toy line yeah. and special effects, and that started yeah. with Jaws. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Jaws is not really a special effects film, but I mean, in terms of the merchandise, that mm-hmm. idea that you need to have some product, some marketing in place mm-hmm. before the movie even opens. Yeah, the demand. Yeah. And you know, so many movies have gotten. I mean, they've they've just been but, shorthanded. I mean, Toy Story is a very famous yeah. example of that. Disney, idiotically, they thought. Uh, what was the other movie they had coming out? That. Uh, there was a movie that opened up, uh, Disney opened up a few movies against Toy Story that Christmas, not knowing that Toy Story was going to be their big film. Yeah, because they also had like Dinosaur at the time or something. Dinosaur, yeah, yeah it was yeah. in 2000, yeah. 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 We're back. No, wait, that was in Disney. No, that's, no, no that wasn't Disney. <laughs> yeah. uh, I remember all the, um, all the merchandise, that was, merchandise that was coming out prior to when Phantom Madness opened up in 99. Yep. And I saw that that summer as well. Was... Did you go to Toys R Us like when they released it? Because I was at the release. Like, oh, we had keys. They made a big thing. Oh, you can't do it. Nice. 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 Right. Right. 
I think it was in Liberty House by then. It was already J.C. Penney's, so they changed up to J.C. Penney's. But next to the Hallmark store, all of the other Anaka, Manu, KB Toys, everything from Jurassic Park on, all my Star Wars toys came from there. Nice. I never my real Ghostbusters toys. Oh man, real Proton Ghostbusters! Pack. I still have some action figures that are boxed. One of my favorites is I've got a. I've got the Mariner. I've got Kevin Costner from Waterworld as an Oh, right on. Never left the box. I got Alec Baldwin as the Shadow. Another yeah. one of my favorite oh, movies. Oh, yeah. Shadow. Yeah. I, uh, when I worked at, at Disney theme parks in Anaheim, I, I was on a show called The Ugly Bug Ball. And we only played so many. Like, each green room only had certain cassettes. And we never bothered to get new stuff to bring in to watch. We just always watched things. So, so the Ugly Bug Ball green room, we always watched The Shadow. Zoolander and Drop Dead Gorgeous on VHS. Wow, <laughs> weird. Well, it was because it was the the ingenues picked, and so like one of them really loved yeah. Zoolander. The other one had a thing for Baldwin, and that was just like there already. I mean, but that was still better than the the Brother Bear Show Green Room, which was just bird on a wire for seven Ooh, months. No. Oh wow! So no, no. like after like the first week, you're like, if you don't like it, you do like it. And then three weeks later, you're like, wire. why do I? Why do I hate this now? Come on. We're on the wire. It's the first time you get. It's the only time you get to see Mel Gibson, uh, even though he was, you know, in this. Like it was one of his uh, uh, alter egos that he had because he was like hiding out, right? He was like witness right. protection guy. So he played a hairdresser. That was a hit Mel film Gibson, too. Mel Gibson playing a hairdresser and, and yeah. Goldie Hawn. I'm like the whole movie is just like intense. I, my, it's one of my auntie's favorite ones. I remember she bought the VHS <laughs> full price. <laughs> Twenty nine ninety five. That's a lot for Bird in the Wire. Yeah, it really is. That's like retail through like uh, video companies back then. You know, you get the catalog. Oh yeah, god, their no. full real mm-hmm. retail pricing stuff like that. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. I used to work at Videoland and TV in Pukalani, and we had a customer who his copy of Tombstone when it was brand new, he let it sit in a dash all day, so it melted like goo. Oh, oh wow. seventy nine ninety five for that. Woof. Woof. The old days of purchasing VHS. It's like nowadays, you know, they like get, oh, I gotta get this steelbook criterion release. How much then, is it? It's 58, 70, something like that. I don't know. Like, they going out to rent a video because, like, it's not in the stores or anywhere, but it's randomly mm-hmm. at that one store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I miss that. I miss the yeah. search. Mm-hmm. I love like, that. My dad and I, like, we always went back to Captain Horatio Hornblower, Gregory Peck. Oh, it was wow. like that. He's like, I can never find it on. Let's let's go watch it. It's never playing on TV. Let's just. It's at this Hollywood video. We will go to that Hollywood video, and it's there. Yeah. And then after like the fortieth time, they're like, "Do you want it?" Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, going into the two thousands, I know uh, Marvel kind of dominated the early two thousands. Starting two thousand eight. I know, I know yeah. like um, two thousand and two. I think they, it was supposed to be a one release, yeah, but then. Um, 9-11 happened yes and they had to like re-edit some stuff to pull the towers out yeah from the film there were a couple of movies oh, Zoolander yeah. was an example Spider-Man. first Spider-Man yeah. oh, yeah. Spider-Man. well so yeah. that's the interesting part is everybody thinks of Spider-Man 1 as the beginning of the comic book blockbuster era but it's actually Wanted Wanted is the one that that uh, that really like here, stoked oh, everything. That's DC, right? That, isn't that and DC? And so like, it was, and it was just because that they really tossed away the whole comic book campaign side of it, and they were just selling the Angelina Jolie right. factor. Oh. So everybody was swept up in Angelina Jolie in a blockbuster, and it just becomes this dark horse candidate for being a successful comic book film. Of 
But that's an interesting example. I love those because there's a yeah. lot of those. Most people don't know that the Road to Perdition is a comic book. Yeah, you know, there's a what? lot of those. Yeah, yep. Tom Hanks Yeah, yeah. It's done a great graphic, graphic novel. novel. Yeah, yeah. But it's American graphic novel or like manga kind. No, no, of? Man, yeah. Oh, Max okay. Allen Collins wrote it. Yeah, oh, it's wow. brilliant. And I the, never the graphic knew that. novel is very much about real gangsters. You know, uh, Meyer Lansky and Al Capone. Whereas that. the movie is strictly about this fictitious yeah. crime family. See. I gotta rewatch that. It's a gotta great film. It's a it, great man. comic book movie. See it, I haven't seen see it, it in a totally while. different way, man. Oh my god! Uh, basically, though, like coming down, there's basically almost like comic book blockbusters. You know, you had Dark Knight, and you had Iron Man, dominated some uh, some of the blockbusters in the summertime. Yeah. All the way up to Avengers in 2012. I like how Avengers we skipped both of the Hulk movies. The Hulk. <laughs> I what Hulk? I would go 2003. Hulk. Incredible That's my Hulk. Favorite. Incredible Hulk. I liked. I liked them. Oh What's his name? I thought that? Eric Bana had a chance. I'm not. I'm not the biggest Edward Norton fan, but I will take the Edward, Edward Norton version over the Eric Bana yeah. version. It's yeah. more action. It is more action packed. Yeah. That yeah. and Tim Roth is abomination. He's great. Yeah. Just like you can't go wrong with Tim Roth. You know what right? else he was great in? Planet of the Apes. Oh yes. He's oh my God. That. It stayed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was. His, that. And that was the thing. Is like I felt that that one that movie got got shorted mm-hmm. out of the fact that like. Most people, as far as like the mainstream pop culture, are considered about Planet of the Apes, they didn't think about the quadrilogy that it is, mm. and the fact that eventually we're going to be Mister Ape Smith goes to Washington in the past to talk about future time mm-hmm. travel stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I felt that, like Tim Burton was going for a reach, but I feel that like that's the last time he actually successfully tried to do something right, and then everybody just crapped on him. Whereas like mm-hmm. Wonka, Willy Wonka, I could throw away that version of Willy Wonka. I'm stoked about the new one, Charlie, though. but. Um, it just yeah, oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Burton's made worse movies, and there's a lot about that film that has a lot of integrity. I think everybody wants to throw it out because they didn't like the ending and they didn't well, like. Well, and it was Wahlberg. kind of too smart. Like you had to like you had to make it through the four movies originally to understand because you were unlocking a whole new concept to people. Yeah. and we were barely even getting into the idea of paradoxes and multiverse, like mm-hmm. how many major hit time travel type of things that come about. Like, and I remember vividly because I have the special edition of that. Planet of the Apes is it actually comes with a five by seven insert card that explains the time paradox. Interesting. Oh, wow. So that way, when you get to like like flip this over, when you get to the end of the movie, and it's literally just like he leaves Mark Wahlberg leaves Earth here, goes out, sits orbit, goes down here, comes out, comes back, time paradox portal, like, mm-hmm. and this is how Thade goes back in time before yep. Wahlberg lands on Earth, and so it's just this whole like animated explanation of time dilation and 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 just, gravity in in space travel just like yeah. back to the future too yes yes oh, oh, brilliant. To that degree yes 2015 yeah yeah, yeah the future skews into this tangent <laughs> and you and i understand that this is an alternate <laughs> Right. When there's two uh, Marty McFlys at the Enchanted Under the Sea dance, that's I love that movie. Oh yeah, the no, that's 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 the best right there. Because then it really shows like how much thought was going into it. Like mm. because that's like from a talent perspective, you can't understand the conversation of like why Eric Stoltz gets let go because he didn't understand like the prestige of the trilogy, you know. Mm. And then when you finally see how well the the movies are all put together. Like you, you can notice that there's there's things that are set up in here that like okay they're obviously going to come back later and reshoot this and then the level of technology like 
that's the birth of Pan and Scan. Yep. You know, like I just, I, I, that's my nerdiest thing I repeat about Back to the Future. It's like Pan and Scan is born. Do you think Eric Stoltz hates that his most well known performance is the one he got fired from? Oh, yeah. No, dude. Especially out of, out of someone who uh, contributed to BTTF.com as a, as a fan contributor as a kid. Like, <laughs> there's this whole section, like in the Windows dial up days, of just like, these are the few pictures we have of Eric Stoltz in Back to the Future. Yeah. Wait until the DVD <laughs> comes out. And you just might see. Nope, you're not going to see it. They won't release it in America. Oh <laughs> okay, but, so um, we're getting close to we got about 12 minutes left. I want to talk about the last. I'm guessing the last summer blockbusters before we went into the pandemic. Yeah. It was dominated by Marvel, and it was Avengers. It's both is 18 and 2018, 2019. We had Infinity War. And then Endgame in 2019. And then the blip actually happened. Yeah. And then the blip. That's, like, that's, that's, that's what I'm just, I'm just going to call it the blip. And just like a Thanos snap, I'm out of here, guys, because I have to be on. But this this was beautiful. Yeah. We will continue this later. Oh, this I wrap this out. I'm jealous that you guys get to continue on this subject. But ta-ta until next time. You can switch seats if you want. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Thank you. Yeah. Well, let's talk about real quick about the, uh, Avengers. the of Marvels right before the pandemic. It just... Yeah, that was the that was the dominating uh, summer blockbusters back to back. Oh no, years. no joke! And I'll tell you when uh, Avengers: Infinity War. I mean, you probably had the same experience I did. People walked into that theater like they were leaving a funeral. Kids were crying, and I even had I heard one mm-hmm. dad like like you know kind of had his arm around his daughter. It's like it's okay. There's mm-hmm. another movie coming out. It'll be okay. It's like no, mm-hmm. no, no. Let that sink in. Let be moved by that. Don't be like oh, there's going to be another one coming up. I mean, this is what it was like when I was a kid, and The Empire Strikes Back came out. And I mean, look, we all know Return of the Jedi, but in 1980, Han Solo was dead. Luke Skywalker lost his hand. That film does not end well. It's like let the emotions mm. of that movie work. Don't let it be like, oh, like there's another episode that's gonna just you know retcon this. Don't worry, it's gonna mm-hmm. be okay. Because Ant Man came out later on that summer, uh, I believe. With uh, the anime before September came in, like yeah, yeah. So there, there yeah. were other films that came out that kind of softened the blow of Infinity War. Mm. But I love the darkness of that film because that's bold to end that film. You know, mm-hmm. all of your favorite characters die in this really horrible and unfair way mm. that's that you know there's a lot about these marvel movies that are kind of bland and you know it's sort of the mm. same a lot of them but uh, that was a really brave choice and i, I still yeah. really admire that film and then endgame came along you see them come back but then only to have one of the cherished characters actually pass away in real yeah, life yeah 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 oh what's his name again chadwick boseman chadwick, chadwick boseman so right. yeah black panther i like wakanda forever me too. I love that film. It was a great, like, it was basically like a two-hour-long m- memorial. Indeed. Yeah. And I think, and it works that way too, as opposed to trying to write him out, which was a choice I think a lot of people were afraid of. No, mm-hmm. they, it begins with this really moving funeral, and the whole film is about how how people deal with the loss of somebody who left such mm-hmm. a void. No, that, that's such a moving film. I love Wakanda mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. Yeah. And we were introduced to Neymar, Neymar, Neymar. Pronounce his name. Neymar? <laughs> Neymar? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that one. The 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 first um waterborne, I guess waterborne. He's the waterborne. Uh Latino anti hero, I guess. I don't know. It could go both ways because he was kinda like an yeah. enemy in there, but it's possible like if a ensuing uh evil attacks Earth again. You know, because we we're 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 down we're we're still like 
at what phase five just like three more phases away till we get yeah. to the next Avengers film, which I think is like Secret Wars or something like that. Oh, like, boy, I've been waiting for Secret yeah. Wars, man. Yeah. I love Secret Wars 1 and 2 as a kid. I used to collect all of them. I'm still waiting for my new Howard the Duck movie, frankly. Right? I want that to happen. They've got, they've got Seth Green doing the voice. they got the mm-hmm. character. Like, just do it. Although it's going to be, you know, softened because mm-hmm. now Howard the Duck doesn't smoke a cigar because, God forbid, you smoke in movies anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not going to be... You know, not going to be sleazy like the 1986 movie with with Leah Thompson, but I enjoyed that. I did too. And, at, a, at an age, at that age, I didn't understand what the whole thing was about. I didn't know about the B word. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and that was, wasn't that Zemeckis? He, he that did was the right well, George Lucas produced it, um, but it was uh, written and directed by a husband and wife team who wrote Temple of Doom, Willard Hike, oh. and Gloria Katz. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, uh, honorable mention real quick. Yep. About um, something I didn't list off. E.T. Yeah, that's Oscar a big Spielberg. one. Eighty-two. Um, again, Jedi was eighty-three. Future oh, eighty-five. Uh, what else did I mention? I did. We mentioned Dark Knight. Oh, did you know that Transformers: Age of Extinction is the only Transformers film that was released in the summertime? All the other ones were like holiday films. Really? I thought the first Transformer was summer of 07. I think. Was it? I think so. I don't know. Maybe I'm, Bumblebee was I, a holiday I, film, definitely. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah Bumblebee was, and I, I feel like I remember like um, most of them kind of came out like around that, that Thanksgiving those because you gotta think about it. There's not only summer blockbusters, there's holiday blockbusters oh, too. Yeah. That are not nece- necessarily a holiday film because like what's a whole bunch? Of, you get the fall time. We have a lot of all of the Halloween movies, right? Come out in September and the fall. I think the last great one that I watched that was released in September was Barbarian. Oh, that was a great horror film. Oh, yeah, a what, a, film. what a surprise that movie was. Right? It came out of nowhere. Right? Justin Long. Who would have thought? Yeah. yeah. Justin Long. I mean, have you seen him in Tusk? Yes, I've seen Tusk. It's an insane movie. I like that Kevin Smith wants to become a horror film director. That's wonderful because right. I love Red State. Red I thought State Red State was, was fantastic. Like, I w- do more of that. Mm-hmm. I would rather him do that instead of doing these sequels and reboots of, of characters that I think have already peaked. Mm-hmm. I thought Jay and Silent mm-hmm. Bob is one of the funniest movies that he's made as well as one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. I, I love haven't Jay. seen Reboot. It's not great. <laughs> it's okay. not great. Clerks 3 isn't great. They're not bad movies, but I mean, they're, it's just kind of playing the old... There's no new jokes. It's a basic, but like maybe the, the, the hardcore um, VSQ universe fans will be... Some of them are more it, forgiving. For their film. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. are more forgiving, but you know, it's... I mean, you know, Clerks 2 is probably the last great hey, comedy. I enjoyed did. Yoga Hosers. So. You did? You're the guy. I did. I enjoyed it. You know, I mean, you can, can you can you can kind of see. I mean, Harley is a good actress. She is. She is. And then the other one is Johnny Depp. Lily, daughter. yeah, Lily's Lily, a good yeah. actress too. Lily yeah. Depp. And it was basically just you know a fun. You know what it felt like? It felt like just a weird like, uh, like runoff from like uh, uh, little creature films. Mm. It's, it's Kevin Smith's a version of a little creature. Yeah, film, like a but, Gremlins movie. But you got yeah. like little like Nazi hot dog hands or something. So it's the weird. weirdest thing ever, but it's funny. It's literally yeah. what happens when a guy smokes a lot of dope and writes a screenplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Depp is in it, too. He reprises his role from Tusk. That's right. Yeah. That's a strange... Yeah. yeah. A French... The French... The private... Private eye or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have, who would have thought Smith would <laughs> eventually make that kind of a movie? Oh, yeah. And then... Um, I know that last summer, like, one of the top biggest ones from last summer was... 
Top Gun. Top Gun. Yeah, Maverick, I know you uh, don't want to talk. I don't. You don't want to talk about TC. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, I, I, I'm thinking now. Now though, and now this summer with Mission Impossible, you know, being a hit at the box box office too. It's gonna. That's a, another summer um, blockbuster to put in the in, into the list with oh, yeah. um, Mr. Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's had a lot of those Top Gun yeah. and you know Mission Impossible one and two, Days of Thunder, Far I'm, and Away. I'm, I'm thinking of possibly firm. like. Maybe I do want to check out The Mummy. Oh. Just it's, to understand, I haven't seen Victor Frankenstein yet. There's, um, there's, there's yeah, yeah, Victor um, Frankenstein. That's not a bad film. But yeah, The Mummy is not. That's probably Tom yeah. Cruise's worst film ever. For real. Yeah. Yeah, but it's supposed to be a part of this like this new universe that's supposed to be creating. Yes, like, the, the dark universe, universe which I don't think they're doing it anymore. But yeah, they uh, tried. They did, the, they did The Invisible Man with Elizabeth Moss, which I thought was fantastic. Did yeah. you see that one? I, I love that, that one. I got it on movie. Blu-ray. So good. It's... First time I watched, uh, I sat down and watched Dom. Me and Manti is like, okay, what's gonna happen next? How's this gonna end? Kind of deal. Like, and then when you get to the ending, it's like, oh, <laughs> what a trick! Yeah, right. You know, and it it was, it was, yeah, it's a sharp. It's a horror film. I was thinking it was gonna be like, kind of like, um, if they were gonna do a. New version of Invisible Man. It would be like kind of like the Chevy Chase one. Oh yeah, yeah, Memoirs yeah. of Invisible Man. Yeah, yeah. wasn't that Carpenter? No, it was. It's it not Car- weird. Yeah. It was John Carpenter. Yeah, it wasn't horror. Yeah, Carpenter kind of did like a sci-fi fantasy. Well, he he's done Escape from New York yeah, and Starman. So he's done a few but, yeah. off, you know, off off brand. But we're always yeah. gonna know him for. Um, he gave us Halloween, and he, he gave us yeah. he gave us Jack Burton. Yeah, he did. He did. Big Trouble in Little China. I don't think that was was that a summer movie. Yes, it was. It was. It bombed, but yeah, it was a summer movie. Why did it bomb? Well, it, it came out against, let's see, Aliens, yeah. and uh, let's see, The Fly, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Karate Kid Part 2, I think. Crocodile. Oh, wow. It, it was like, yeah, was just a lot of wow. other movies that just connected. That movie was really ahead of its time. Yeah, by its cult status now. Oh, you big know, time. Big time. Yeah. It's the go-to every time I want to sit down and watch something, you know. Plus, a lot of people don't realize that in that film, there is literally, like, martial arts legends yeah in that film and Carter Wong played Thunder he's the one that turned into the Cabbage Patch Kid at the end <laughs> for a right. split second I was like oh Cabbage Patch Kid and then he blows up but uh, he's been so much awesome because growing up in Hawaii Saturday nights Black Belt Theater yeah we've seen all of these yes. guys in there yep so yeah but it's amazing how Jaws from Jaws on all of these nonstop, you have, and you're introduced to all these new James Cameron came yeah. out. You know, you introduced to other cats like oh, God. everybody from Christopher Nolan, Zemeckis, to, yeah, Zemeckis, yeah, all these guys. But then I'm excited for Beetlejuice too. So I've seen the yeah. There's a lot. Of, it's, it's the right now online is basically like the leak or the preview or sneak peek of everything coming out. I guess for the next year, Deadpool three. We've seen a photo of uh, Ryan and uh, Hugh Jackman. It's a big deal. Yeah. 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 He's in the... Back is Wolverine in the OG costume. He's in the OG, in the OG yeah, yeah. yellow suit. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. So I'm down. I, may, I, miss, I miss the black leather, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Brian, the Brian Singer costumes. Yeah. Wow, man. Thank you for coming on again. Thanks for having me, as we always. Really yeah, thank they, you. you no, know, we didn't get to really feature too much. I... Yeah, take a look, take a look. Yeah, I brought I brought my Jaws swag with me because I thought we were going to just talk about No. You got right here on this book right here. You dun, got dun, all dun, the dun, 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 dun. right here. I love the Raiders. 
You got E.G. You got you got Jurassic Park. You got Chuck. Oh my God! Spielberg is the man. So oh yeah, I know. But if anybody's the king of the summer, I love it's that guy. I love watching the BTS behind Jaws and to find out like all other freaking that's a movie craziness that went, that went oh. through. It took almost so and like it's seventy four, right? Seventy four, seventy four, and it took them almost half a year to shoot that film alone. The the boats the at sea scene with the orca was the longest longest uh, shoot in Spielberg history. But like the Jaws. They had a terrible time making that movie. Who would have thought it would be a classic film, a great film, not a cheesy horror film? Yeah, it's kind of worth it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like to hear more of them. Like Richard Dreyfuss, like I wonder if, wonder if he did some podcast and did more stories about. Yeah, me and Robert Shaw were like ah, and they at each other's throats. And yeah, that's what I heard too. Yeah, <laughs> everything about that movie. Who would have thought? Oh my god! Turned Thank you like for coming did. on, man. Always a pleasure. Yeah, it's good. I know everybody's August is coming around, so the kids are back in school and everything like that. So you're gonna be kind of busy, but I would like to. Yeah, Let's see if we can come in yeah. when we get towards the spooky season. Let's do it. Yes. Yeah. Talk about yeah. horror. Talk about the Stephen King movies and all that kind of stuff, right? See, we can, I recently got a still book of Salem's Lot. Oh, well done. The, the Toby Hooper. Yes. Nice. Excellent. Someone that scared the hell out of me as a kid. Every Halloween. A lot of people. They played it like, you know, we have like Monster Vision. It's yeah. like, oh, they played. It was the edited version, but mm. this is the full version. So Nice. Thank you for coming in. Thank Let's you. go out to some music by Aerosmith. Aloha for tuning in, everybody. 